Salah is one of my classmates, whom I met when I was in a high school. She was a Yemeni girl, wearing glasses. She was like other students, but with a little bit mystery. One of her mystery appeared when the teacher was explaining the lesson in the classroom. She always looked down at the table. She also refused to go out as other friends for a break. Then, we tried to make a relationship with her to know the reasons behind her mystery. But what we heard was unbelievable. She has a painful story due to the high cost of living in Yemen. She is suffering from constant headache because she couldn't change her glasses, which should be changed at least every year. She couldn't get a new one. She couldn't go out for break because she didn't have money for buying something to eat. I remember a time when she spoke about her sister without attention. She had a problem in her teeth. They were struggling to find a treatment for her sister. They were unable to go to a good doctor. So they go to a free healthcare center. But unfortunately, the doctor would cut out of her sister's tongue as a treatment. She was crying about her sister because they couldn't pay a fees for the medications that were being required from them. In every society, there is a prevailing issue and in our society, the prevailing issue is the high cost of living without a doubt. This is what we have chosen in our podcast. Hello everyone, I am Sosan Lariqi and welcome into our podcast that we will be taking you through a conversation between Basil Lariqi, a university student at Taz University and Amy Tinto, who has a first move to Washington DC in 1991 and then gained permanently in 1995. In this episode, our guests discusses this issue and how it influenced their societies, especially on education and healthcare, and it also contains the role of governments for reducing this issue, and finally, they try to provide us with some steps or strategies that may help to reduce the burden of high living costs in both countries. These days in Yemen, we are in war, so I suppose it's normal thing when we hear about death and struggling. But this is the first time for me getting shocked when I went deeper into one of these stories. And that was when I heard about Salah, Salah and her family because they have got 100% damage and suffered from the war. Furthermore, I think, I think, the other, I think there are uh, a lot of families uh, have similar to this story. By the way, Salah and her family have never obtained their same rights, which are food, uh, medical cares, because of uh, the high living cost which considers as a war result. The awful impact of high cost of living is not only in Yemen, but also spread to US due to some factors. 
Well, in large cities, the rents are very high. And um, medical costs are high for most people. They have to pay for their insurance and the deductibles, and that costs a lot. While in Yemen? We are in war, so this is high prices and such many things. All of that consider of war's result, and this happens in every single country around the world has a war. The second reason we can say the careless of our government. Yes, exactly. The third reason we can say the lack of collaboration between people here in our country. To be more specific, two weeks ago I have I watched the news and on Facebook. Uh, I don't know in which country, but the prices when the prices of egg eggs went up, all the people in that country stopped dealing or eating egg, eggs for two weeks, and they get a great result. The, the, the prices of eggs became cheaper than the previous, and we, we need to do that here in our country. We need to do that. But there is lack of collaboration. The fourth reason we can say um, that we are, we depend, we depend uh, a lot and so much on the products that we are buying from outside country and we we are about like uh, t uh, t 90% or something like that and just 10% we are buying from local products which really affecting badly in our economy so this is the we can and there are a lot of and thousands of reasons of high cost living but I gave you the, the most important mm -hmm. reason Outside of education in U.S. Living in the United States as compared to other, again, comparable countries like in Western Europe, the prices of an education at a university in the United States are many times the cost of education in Europe, for example, where tuition is practically free for citizens. And in the U.S., the costs are very high, so students have to take out loans to pay, but then the interest on the loans is pretty high. So I even know somebody who's like 70 and is just coming out from under her debt from graduate school. Wow. Even in Yemen, there are terrible impacts on a student's economic performance, especially for the people like Salah because of the inability to buy basic necessities like glasses and food. It had a great impact in her life. To be more specific, she couldn't focus in her class because the headaches that she was suffered from her glasses. On the other hand, how can someone in her age, in high school, being alone without even one friend? But the poverty that she was living with her family prevented her to hang out with the others with the other students, having break together, buying uh, food and snacks, and so on. Healthcare expenses is a contentious issue in U.S. due to the effect of high cost of living comparing U.S. with other countries. U.S. healthcare expenses are much higher than in other comparable countries like in Europe, Western Europe. Scandinavia, etc., um, where medicine is more of a national right than a privilege 
So the costs of uh, health care are underwritten by the governments there, but in the U.S. it's more of a for-profit system in a lot of cases. So insurance companies drive up the cost, pharmacies, uh, not pharmacies, but um, pharmaceutical companies um, charge a lot. And um, so the costs are passed along often to consumer, to the patients. And um, for example, in other countries, you don't have to spend as much even for your health insurance, but in the US, it's very costly. Um, and it takes a large chunk of a lot of people's salaries. On the other hand, the medical situation in Yemen is worse, especially for the families like Sela's family and her sister, who is suffering from bad treatment. When I have heard about the situation, actually I was about to cry. This is too sadly. Imagine that the doctor had to cut her sister's tongue as treatment. Oh, it's too bad. Yes, it is. And this is because she couldn't afford the fees of a normal medical care to restore her teeth. It is really sad to hear such this event in your society. But is there a rule for Yemeni government to reduce this issue? It's the government duty to enhance the economy in our country. In addition, it has to give commands to the police to arrest every single one trying to play with prices. So, in my personal opinion, it's not a thing can be controlled by the individuals. While the rule of U.S. government... Regarding specific issues, uh, like the, the federal government could do what they're trying to do now and relieve student debt, um, and in the future, they could have schools have much lower tuition if they were not for in a for-profit system. Um, the government could also make housing more of a right than a privilege and ensure that its citizens, for example, that everyone had a house before anyone had two houses. And we, the government could also use something like the proposed Green New Deal where certain things in our infrastructure were repaired and updated by people who were employed by the government, kind of like in uh, the Works Progress Administration during the Depression. And people could get jobs while restoring the infrastructure of as we noticed, high living cost is an essential issue and need to be decreased. Basil suggests some solutions as We, all of us, should know and realize that the continuous rising of costs will affect on us the rich and the middle class, not just the poor. For this reason, we must collaborate together to illustrate our position for the, from this case. 
some other possible solutions or strategies to manage and mitigate the impact of high living costs in these days and age in the U.S., suggested by Amy. Yes, there are many things that people think they need that they don't need. Okay. For example, they could, a lot of people think they need to have a car when they actually could get by with public transportation, especially within a city like Washington, D.C. Um, people eat out a lot. They could actually spend a lot less money and probably eat more healthfully by cooking food at home, especially from scratch. Um, instead of spending money on going out and to bars and restaurants, they could have potlucks at home with their friends and there are many ways to have a good life, but not necessarily spend a lot. That's great. And according to Basil, the community or the individual in the society can offer support to families like Sela who are suffering from high living costs. I suggest that for everyone in our society and all the world have to check their friends, neighbors, and the people around them who they know that they are too poor and they feel embarrassed to ask for help because we have millions, millions of Salah and her family over the world. As we see, high cost of living is a really big issue and it needs to be addressed and abolished in our society. This episode was produced by the Kisisna Podcast Program, a cultural connected program connected students from U.S. and Yemen. Thank you, Amy and Basil, for sharing us your experiences.